Rolling? Yeah. On episode one. Here we are. Here we go. Right, well, I suppose we're going to have to say who we are then. Yeah. And why people should listen to us. Or they shouldn't, you know what? Go about your day. There's more important things in the world than a film podcast. Um, Wow, things got dark. You know, the world's ending. Anyway, my name's Callum. Yeah, and and hello, I'm Chris. Uh, Callum's kind of hosting this, so I'm just going to be like taking... Taking direction from him. I'm his, like, lifelong guest for this, aren't I? You do all the work, and I just turn up and chat. Yeah, he just kind of is going to be here, um, unfortunately, every week. Like, he always is kind of in my life, just like a, like a parasite, really. Like um, like fungus on your feet that you can't get rid of. Anyway, um, yeah, no. So, basically, what we're doing here is... Uh, we've been kind of friends since, what, since college? Since yeah, so college, so we've 16? been... 16? Yeah, six, just over six years I've, I've known Callum. And uh, yeah, so we've been friends since college and kind of we bonded over films really, didn't we? We were both in both drama and film studies together. Yeah. Um, and uh, shout out uh, Tom Westwood um, <laughs> and uh, Legend of the Game. Um, and uh, and uh, just in case he is uh, listening, uh, how is uh, that fateful name pronounced, Chris? Cesare. Is it Cesare? Or is Cesare. it Cesare? <laughs> um, yeah, there's lots of stuff like this for sure. We'll explain to you at some yeah, point. Yeah, we'll explain to you. Um, but anyway, yeah, so we kind of bonded over films and kind of drama and kind of the creative arts in general. Uh, and yeah, we kind of just wanted to share that and mainly uh, monetize our relationship, I think is ba- basically what this yeah, is Yeah, if anyone listens, or we're just doing this what with What do you mean if anyone listens? Of course they're going to listen. This is Callum Adkins and Christopher's... Oh yeah, Sentin' Clark, sorry. Yeah. Uh, do we chat about what we, what we do now? Should I explain... Yeah, all right then. So I plug all my stuff. On yeah, your what show. are you doing then with your life? Uh, so not much. That's I just good. want to anyway, explain so why. First, so. <laughs> I just want to explain why we of all people are talking about films because we're not we're not in the film industry. Massively. No, we have no right to do this we, at all. You you shouldn't listen. To, I'm joking. <laughs> please. please, please do. Uh, you know, uh, I'm a, a writer and director. I run a company called Raising Cane Productions, and we're based in the theatre world. So I write dark gripping twisty turny dramas but uh, all of my writing comes heavily uh influenced from the film industry so i take most of my inspiration from film rather than theater and i kind of adapt it for the stage it is my goal to move into film at some point um but i'm very much enjoying working in the theater world yeah that's, I'm that's what this i do I oh to talk. <laughs> yeah and and in terms of podcasting i also run a little little podcast called the book at the end of the shelf which is like a it's dark rhyming tales for grown-ups so yeah, that's my kind of background, writing. Cracking, yeah. So what I do, um, I'm, uh, I am I went to uh, university in the University of Chichester um, and I did uh, acting for film there. So that's kind of, obviously, as we said before, we both did kind of film studies at Paston. So we both got like a deep love for, for film and that was only kind of made more so when I, I studied film studies. Obviously, it was mainly to do with kind of screen acting but also uh kind of studied film theory and and that kind of stuff so yeah i'm I'm really into it really love going to kind of the cinema and and watching stuff but this podcast isn't kind of it's not about heavy film theory we're not kind of heavily breaking things down um because we're not really in that world we're we're, we're approaching it from two different kind of perspectives yeah exactly and also i think the fact that we are creatives it means that you've got to have a certain respect for other people that do go out and create stuff i mean we know how hard it is to actually get stuff made yeah so it's then difficult. and to have it reviewed as well to, from yeah, others, exactly. so it's really interesting so we're, we're very I'd so say yeah we're very... so we're not coming it from like a, a heavy rev- reviewers kind of headspace really um 
but uh, but obviously we've got our own opinions and thoughts on things. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, it's kind of a nice light and yeah, t- take a take away from what's going on in the world. Yeah. And yeah. So anyway, let's start off. Let's just have a chat, mate. Do we, do we do an intro? Do we do that now? I reckon we do that later, bro. Alrighty. Okay. Cool. Yeah, cool, yeah, cool, yeah, cool, cool. 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 Uh, just just so you know, I'm sat here with a guitar in my hands right now. I write music as well. Um, Ooh, write music. Yeah, uh, so it's Karen's like piercing jealousy will come through. A He's lot. a narcissist, just so you know. He thinks he can do everything. Oh, I, I can play do. guitar. Oh, I can do tech for a show. Oh, I'm going to write now as well. Stay in your lane. Oh, I can turn up on time. Well, Karen. I can't do that. So. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, anyway, uh, <laughs> anyway, I'm sat here live with a guitar now, and I will always perform the intro for you live. You lucky people. Um, go on then, unlucky. give it to him now then, you know you want to. I'd, oh yeah, I guess, I guess, okay. Go on. Okay. I've got to get like the right. <laughs> I can never find the key. Chris and Colin's film club, they sat upon some chairs. They're chatting stuff about films, but who the hell cares? Classically okay. trained. Brilliant. Both. That saves us going to recording studio and doing it properly, so... We'll do that one day, Pinewood. Um, yeah, no, we're actually uh, actually studio. performers. Um, you what? So that's not a recording. No, studio. I know. I that's meant the other studio. one. I, I know. What was the? What's the pineapple? One? No, not the dance studio. <laughs> not pineapple. The one where they do, you know, the Beatles and that. Abbey Road. Abbey Road. So close to Pinewood. <laughs> this has started really well. How are you? I'm sorry. Am I allowed? To, I'm doing it now. In the question, am I allowed to interrupt you all the fucking time? <laughs> oh, we swore. Oh, um, yeah. yeah, of course you can. Yeah, can I swear? Because I just did. Do you know what? Will we bleep it? I didn't even think. We we said we we undecided going into this whether to swear or not. We don't really swear much anyway. No, but not really. You bring it out of me. I just get so angry. How do I bring it out of you? Just fury. <laughs> I'm a very passive man. I, I I don't think I would bring any fury out of you. Um, yeah, bro. What, what, what's what's going on? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Good. I'm... Don't care. Um, so anyway, what I've been doing this week? Uh, no, no, no. What, what's what you've been doing? What no, no. Been tell to? tell us what you've been doing this week. <laughs> uh, no, it's been great. Um, Norwich City. I've got a new manager and have won twice. Scored four goals in two games. Cool. Chris is looking at me just for yeah, yeah, yeah. audio uh, listeners out there. Um, he has no clue what I'm talking about. What, what do you think football is? is oh, I thought it was rugby. I thought it was rugby. <laughs> rugby. Is that the one, the football? Yeah. The one on the with the old grass and the, and the people that go like. No, I think that's that's someone dying. Oh, the one where like they they graze their knee and they cry and then get. That's off. the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah, yeah. I could be a footballer with my acting skills. Absolutely. It's what you go to drama school for. Yeah. Very talented. Very I've talented. never seen you run though. Right. All right. <laughs> that's not very fair I've got asthma and I'm dyspraxic yeah just great d- just disclaimer. that'll get you on the football team <laughs> just play out, sorry play out I, I just crushed your dream immediately he's a horrible man I hope people can see this now behind closed doors everyone thinks he's really nice and very successful but oh he's a horrible horrible man um, so yeah, I've lost my train of thought now yeah so that's so you. So, so you're telling me what you've done in your week and you're talking about Norwich City so you're not on you're not on the team no, no, I'm not on the team. Okay. I never have been so on the football part team what, because I'm dyspraxic. How's this part of what you've done this week? Right, if you let me get there, I'll tell you. Because it's actually quite a nice thing that I was going to say okay. later on. Right, but yeah. maybe we won't get to it. <laughs> so, 
Norwich City, yeah, we've got a new manager. We've uh, won, this is the second game I went to go and watch it. Um, and my grandparents uh, and my uncle there. Uh, yeah, which was very good. Um, that was that was very nice in the words of our old manager, uh, Daniel Farker. Uh, the sun is shining, the doves are crying, and I'm feeling really, really great. Um, no one's going to understand. I don't get that. it. No, it, he's German, it. and that was one of his sayings. I miss him. Um, but anyway, yeah, so that's good. Uh, I like football as well as, as film. I'm multifaceted. Can I, can I just like, interject with, like, ju- I'm just thinking, you know, like, listener-wise, mm-hmm. that just to clarify, we are from Norwich. Like, we are, from yeah, Norfolk, Norwich area, Which yeah. is why Callum likes Norwich City Football Club. There'd be no other reason. Go Canaries. Go, you green and Canary. They're like, my understanding of them, and this might offend you and a lot of people, I'm going to say it Probably. They're like... They're either like the best of the worst, yep. or they're the worst of the best. Yes, and 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 they're just like constantly like between those two leagues. I don't get how the leagues work, but but either they're the best of the worst one week, or they're the worst of the best. Basically, yeah, yeah. We we're not good at we're we're too good for the championship, although not at the moment, and not good enough for the Premier League. We're in a film podcast. Yeah, can we move on because this football, is infuriating yeah. me already. I'm yeah, like, I football. can feel your skill, uh, your skin crawling. Um, but yeah, so uh, yeah, it's yeah, it's been alright. Um, I've been listening to something recently. Um, uh, listen to to a podcast. Um, it's all right. It's not brilliant, but it's kind of it's growing on me. It's called um, oh, what's it called? Oh yeah, the book at the end of the shelf. You have not listened. to I've it. I've actually been listening to it. Have you? I, I've genuinely been listening to it. So I, I so I saw Chris about a week or so ago. <laughs> to chat about this to chat about this and I think he expected that I would have been listening to it and I said that I had I'd watched half of the first episode uh, watched the podcast <laughs> alright listened All right, yeah. Jesus I got too close to my mic then I could feel it because <laughs> I can hear what's going on and I'm sorry can't. for your ears um, yeah no so I listened uh, to, to your podcast no genuinely I've I'm up to... You haven't released the final one yet, have No, it you? came out today. Came oh, it came out today? today. Yeah, oh, yeah. listen they're to that all, They're all online and bingeable. Yeah, so I haven't listened to the last one yet, but I w- I've listened to all the other ones um, in the car, actually. Of course. Instead of... Um, I mean, to be fair, mainly because my car radio's broken, um, so <laughs> that's all I have to listen to on my phone. But you just play it out loud on your phone. Yeah. <laughs> that exact same thing has happened to me at the minute. My radio's not broken, but I've lost my... I've got an iPhone, and they just, they just don't have, like... Balls, no. whatever it is, and so oh, and my my little ones. adapter things always break. I get through them so quickly, and I just went, I'm not paying paying for another one right now. I just don't want to. Did uh, you so, hear that by the way? He's got an iPhone because that theater money's coming in thick and fast. Theater baby. money, <laughs> theater money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, all that money you're making. He's got an Apple Mac as well. Ooh. Oh, I so want to show you my spreadsheets one day. <laughs> he loves the spreadsheet. I think you think I, I do. I do better than I do. Yeah, must do. It'll be a, it'll be a mystery. We'll release it one day. Chris's, <laughs> Chris's tax returns. That's a, you know what? That was better Actually, than your podcast. That's a whole podcast. Uh, it's, uh, yeah. Join us on Chris's tax He'd returns. Love that. Um, no, do you know what? And not to be kind of nice because I don't really like to be nice to you. Um, but no, they are genuinely brilliant, and oh, I, you. I'm not very good at rhyming or, or like writing or anything, let alone rhyming. But they're really good, and I thought, I'll be honest, I thought the rhyming was really going to put me off. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't really. I thought it was going to be a bit childish, and it was going to really get to me, and it was going to be irritating. But you kind of you get over it really quickly, and it's just it's just a really nice story that like you did when you were younger, but. Uh, adultified really it's kind of similar yeah. to what they did uh when they did um 
like Krakenori, I think it was on Dave. Okay. Like proper like adult bedtime stories. Um and yeah, they're they're really uh, really brilliant really. I I think they're fantastic. I think my favourite so far, uh the one I just listened to, Stalker. Okay. Uh, I really like that. Okay, and... a lot of people say Stalker and I I I, I have the less the least amount of kind of like yeah, thought about that one. I just didn't I, I just really like the concept that, like you, you were saying at the end of it, I just really like things which you think are one thing and then something else completely yeah, yeah, and yeah. make you really kind of switch your your head on it. Um, and also, I think, I really like the first one, uh, My Reflection. Was it My... Oh, reflection? The, the, the Reflection. The Reflection. Yeah. Um, but I think the next one, yeah, I think you're, for me, my favourite ones are Stalker and The Night That Ali Died. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I just really... Again, it's the... It, I really love the perspectives and how, again, you think it's one thing and then it goes to someone else's story and then someone else's. And I think I really I, love those two. Funnily enough, The Night That Ali Died, I thought was the best when I started writing it. And I, mm. and I took it to Daisy, my partner, who reads all my stuff. And she's like my editor, basically. She just gives me notes on everything, which is so helpful. And uh, she was she hated that one compared to really? the Really? Well, she didn't hate it, but like... She, there was the most she said to work on it with it and I did I just went and worked on it and I think it's probably the strongest probably strongest because sound. you've had that constructive yeah, yeah. criticism on it though, yeah. Yeah, yeah and and I'm sure all the people in the film industry all the directors and producers listening to this podcast which they will be of course <laughs> will take on all our criticism absolutely and and make better films <laughs> oh absolutely <laughs> See, that's a really nice segue, but I'm not going to take it because there's okay. still stuff I want to talk cool. about. <laughs> I'm just aware we're talking about me, but I don't mind. Oh, no, don't worry. I'm not going to talk about you anymore. Oh, that's Ever right. again. Shall I go? Yeah, please. Um, anyway, <laughs> I could do it on my own. I could do it all on my own. Uh, I don't need you. Um, I wouldn't be here if not, but because <laughs> I couldn't do this on my own, let's be honest. Um, anyway, likes. Um, I think so. It's it's January. We can be honest that we're 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 um, recording this in January. Whenever, uh, depending kind of when this goes out, but this is being recorded in in January. Yeah. So what I, is the date today? Ah, oh, twenty third. Twenty third. Twenty third of January. Twenty twenty three. Because it is my friend Rachel's birthday. Happy birthday oh. to you, Rachel. We've both just turned twenty three, haven't we? Yes. Well, this is one of the things I was going to talk about. Uh, it was your birthday the other day. It was. Happy birthday. Thank you. Did you have a good birthday? I did. We indeed. are talking about you. Oh, this is awful. Um, All right. Yeah. How was your birthday? It was good. My partner got me lots of merch for my company, uh, which is brilliant. <laughs> Not a plug. <laughs> uh, Callum is in one of my productions, uh, Last Shot, and we're going on tour in March. So I'm very excited to have for us all to have some merch mm. to, to walk around with. Um, I'm in it for now. I feel like I will probably be kicked out at some point. Yeah, something that I'm gonna it's do. in the pipeline. He probably already done it. I just well, I missed the the first show. Yeah, Callum, <laughs> we rehearsed for. Um, this is a professional company, by the way. We rehearsed <laughs> for two week a week, but what? solid like solid intensive Four rehearsals. Or five days. All right. <laughs> solid intensive rehearsal <laughs> period, uh, for this new tour, mm. and and uh, on the first day of of the sh- of shows, Callum mm. said. I can't do it. Can't do it. I couldn't possibly do this show that I've been rehearsing and everyone's waiting for. And and this was like my most sold venue and it was the best kind of deal for me in terms of like uh, money. And so I was like, I can't cancel it. So I'm just going to have to do it. Wait, you, but can we just... You say it like I just decided I wasn't going to do it. You there just was decided, a reason. You just decided. <laughs> there was a reason. I didn't so, know if you wanted to talk about that. No, I'm actually fine <laughs> with that. I'm quite open with it. I've got IBS. Um, so, you know, if I have to suddenly run out, uh, or I go to uh commercial, you'll know why. Um, yeah, so I, um, it was, it wasn't a good day. Um, 
I was I was ruined. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to go too much into that, just in case you're eating your tea. Yeah, but, um, but now Callum has like this this uh, fear in the back of his head that I don't need him anymore. Yeah, because you did it without me. Because I did and it without you. Did you did all right, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. That's a bit I did. Got some, got some quite good reactions actually. I can't, I just I could just not pay you. I could just do it. <laughs> you don't pay me anyway. He does. He does pay me. Not enough, but he not does pay not me. on the days that he spends on the toilet. <laughs> I had to draw a line there. I should have been paid then, but you know, no, I can't help it that I was pouring out my bum hole. Yeah, but you didn't turn up. Oh well, yeah, but yeah, you're but supposed to get sick pay. This is a professional company. Yeah, but you're I not on got PAYE. You're a you're a self-employed, and you didn't turn up to do the job. That's like. <laughs> this is sounding really confrontational and I, I realised as I'm saying it I'm like no but I genuinely meant that like a, I was no, just I like know. factual you know no, like self employment so I like if a plumber doesn't turn up to do plumbing which is ha- terrible that's not how actors should be treated they should all have the, the perks and benefits of of uh, normal jobs but me as a tiny leaded company I, I, need I can't to afford sort it. myself out really I need to sort the waterworks out just all of it and timekeeping and nah yeah, that's a, tonight, <laughs> that's a separate conversation. By the way, that's a separate conversation. That's an off podcast conversation I need to have am. with Callum. <laughs> oh, I'm on the chop. Yeah, um, yeah, anyway, yeah. before we yeah, get any yeah, further yeah. into that, do you want to know how late? Because <laughs> I said nothing to you when you came in, and you must have thought, "Oh, I got away with it." But no, I was just saving it <laughs> until we were rolling. You're horrible. I'm joking. I won't. I won't tell him. No, thank you. Thank you. Very Forty much. minutes. <laughs> Sorry, I coughed. I coughed. <laughs> Oh, you're horrible. Anyway, it's Jan- <laughs> it's January, and I feel like we're we're not we're still in a time where we can talk about Christmas. Okay. Just about, I think it's fair enough because let's be honest. By the time we get round to next December, we're both going to be I don't know Hollywood. Um, so I feel like we won't be able to talk about Christmas. So I think we're going to be like in Hollywood, like on holiday, just just there. I, I'm going to be a big name by then. Calamadke. I'm already a big name. Not not like I'm known well. I've just got, got a, long a really name. long name. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually correct. Christopher um, Saint and Clark. I don't know. Have we said it? Have we said our names? Yeah. All right. That's sorry. I'll oh, shut me up. Shut no, me do you up. know what? My dad was saying you've got a very strong name. Very like strong name for like in the industry. That's cool. Yeah. That's Christopher Saint and Clark. S <laughs> A I N T O N hyphen C L A R K. But if if you're a friend or anyone, actually, no one calls me Christopher. They all call me Chris. Oh, I've got other names for you, but I can't say that on air. Um, anyway, so we're close enough to Christmas. that I think we can talk about it because we won't be around next year because um, we'll all be kind of famous. Um, and so anyway, let's have a, a quick little chat about Christmas. How was your Christmas? Yeah, it was good. Um, I Christmas is always the busiest period for me. Um, Ooh, I work. I'm in work. Ooh. I work. Uh, <laughs> I work on a panto. I work at. I did work doing pantos. That's what I do um, during winter time. Uh, so I do lighting and sound design, um, and that was my Christmas. I spent it pretty much every single day in December, except Christmas Day, uh, working on a panto. And I guess if you're an actor in it, you can kind of like change things up a bit, and you can enjoy yourself each time. But I swear to God, watching the same thing. Over and over again. No offence to all my lovely friends and cast members in the production. You are all fantastic. And I always love seeing you. But yeah, after just this, this, the sound of the songs and the and the same sound effects over and over again. It, it's pretty wearing. But I, I really enjoy Christmas because I have little time to spend on it. So I, I, mm. I think I appreciate it more 
and I very much enjoy it. I'm not religious, but but I just like I like it. And I watched a couple of films. Probably well, not enough to talk about it on a podcast. Well, but, but what is your favourite Christmas film? My favourite Christmas film. Two, one. Muppet Die Christmas Hard. Carol. Ah, oh, wrong answer. It's the Muppet Christmas Carol. It just Die is. Die Hard. No, it's well, it's not a Christmas film, is it? I don't, no, I don't care what you say. It's not a Christmas. It film. is a Christmas. It's film. not a Christmas film. But it, no, it's, it's not a Christmas film. It's so good that it is a Christmas film, and you can also watch it any time of the year. That's why Die Hard is the best Christmas film because it's. Do like, you know, I really didn't expect this from you. What were you expecting me to say? Well, I don't know. Love Actually. No, I do Muppet actually Christmas really Carol, love. because it's the only Christmas film that you can watch. It's <laughs> genuinely so good. Like, it's it's just so good. Like, Michael Caine actually has a really good performance in it. Like, yeah. He doesn't just like phone it in. He's actually giving it his all while there are just puppets standing around him. I think he's brilliant in it. I think some of the scenes in that are haunting. Like the one at the end with... Uh, like, like the haunting. The, because <laughs> there's a ghost. I mean, I ha. okay. I saw it. I saw it when I was really little. I haven't seen it for a long time. Oh, you got to watch it again. But it's the story of a Christmas Carol. A Christmas. So Carol. I know what happens. It just happens with puppets. No, but it's it's got songs as well. It's a musical, and okay. they're really good Christmas songs. Okay. Like I would much rather listen to the Muppets Christmas Carol soundtrack than I would most other Christmas songs. Okay. Because they're not played in the radio, and they're so good. And like, there's there's a bit where. I think it's the ghost of Christmas future when he's at his gravestone and this huge like cloaked figure is talking to him about how no one's going to like beat his funeral and no one will miss him. And that. I just think it's, and he gives such a good performance. It's so good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's funny. It's really sweet. It's got great like songs. Uh, yeah. It's so good. Okay. The Christmas. Can film. I, like I can talk a bit about Die Hard, but I do also have like a really beloved just Christmas film, mm-hmm. uh, which I don't think as many people have seen, but Gremlins. Have you seen Gremlins? Again, same as you, actually. I hadn't, I, I haven't seen that since I was really young. So I, I, yeah. I just love it. It's, um, it's just really fun. It's terrifying. I, yeah, but it's, well, te- well I, I mean, to be fair, I was quite young. Age, but... Yeah. but it's, it's all filmed. I don't know if you haven't seen it for years, but people watching, uh, just a fun fact about it. If you watch, uh, if you look at it, it's the same set. It's the same area as uh, Back to the Future was filmed in that same kind Is of square. It? I can't remember if that was like a real square that they filmed at, or it was part of a studio. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's the same. It's the same place. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just love it. I love the little Mogwai. They're just so cute. I don't know. I just I enjoy it. I think it's silly. Um, I think Christmas, like Christmas films, a lot of them probably aren't as good as regular films, but we're still so mm. sentimental about them that we're like. We just, we always watch them. We always enjoy them. Yeah, I think there's a lot of rose-tinted glasses about, uh, kind of around it, isn't there? Yeah. But I think, I don't know, do you know what? I think the the greatest shame, like a an absolute masterpiece like Muppet Christmas Carol, is you can only watch it once a year. I, yeah. I think, um, yeah, it's I'm, weird. Not, not Die Hard, though. Yeah, all right, all right. Okay, I'm. It's I, again, I've only ever seen that like once. Like, it was fine. <sighs> And I, I like that Die kind Hard. of stuff. I like action films. That's why I'm so surprised because you don't strike me as someone that likes those kind of films. But Die, we- no, a lot of the action films I don't really get on. But I just think mm. Die Hard is such like it's so well written and it's so like I just it's a very good film. It really holds up. And in terms mm. of it's like it's in terms of it's like narrative arc, it's just so well done. It's it's just a really good film. It's very is it well because put of Alan Rickman. It is a lot to do with Alan Rickman, but. Of course, it's just it's just a good film. All right, it's just good. Okay, mm, not a Christmas film, but good. it is a Christmas film. It happens. 
I've also got really another good film that you are yeah, yeah, isn't yeah. a Christmas film, but technically kind of is because it happens at Christmas. Oh, it's man. one of my favourite films of all time. Mm. In, in Bruges. Oh, now that is good. Does it... All set at Christmas. Oh, yeah. Is it? All set at Christmas. I don't remember Do that. Do you know where it's set? In Bruges? In Bruges. <laughs> at Christmas. Brilliant. They, they were going to do it in Bruges at Christmas, but they didn't. That's a lie. You now never can trust any fact I tell you about. I don't. You're anyway. you're you're doubting the the Gremlins fact I just said. <laughs> yeah. No, that one is true. <laughs> like, Back to the Future and see, Gremlins. In Bruges is very good. It is very good. I I never used to be mad about uh, Colin Farrell, but I think he's brilliant. Yeah. I, th- I think he's so good. It's um, it's very much my kind of my kind of humour. Um. I th- yeah. I think. Um, is it Brendan Gleeson? Brendan Gleeson. Yeah. yeah. I get confused between him and his son. Um, he's really good in that. And the writer um, and director, Martin Madonna. I don't know if yes. that's how you pronounce yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he also did Seven Psychopaths. Seven yeah. yeah. And he's so just uh, he's done a new film, actually, that I haven't seen yet. I'm desperate to oh, see. Oh, is that the one? The Banshees. Of, yeah, Inisherin. Uh, Inisherin. I don't in, know. I'm sorry, everyone that's Irish or... Yeah, I'm, I'm bit, not. that. I am a bit so Irish, So many actually. of your... Th- are you... And actually, in the episode, sorry, bringing it back all about me again, oh. uh, the latest episode of the book at the end of the shelf that's come out is all in an Irish accent. It's an Irish character. Oh, my. And I'm Irish enough to have citizenship. For, uh, so so what gonna... you're saying is you're Irish enough for people not to get annoyed that you are doing, doing the that. accent. Yeah. <laughs> Don't yeah. Cat- yeah, fair enough. Fair yeah, enough. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got the the paperwork. <laughs> All right, I don't actually yet. I'm not legally Irish yet, but I do. I can wheel my very Irish granddad out. <laughs> see, look, see, it's fine. It's fine. Oh man. Well, I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna take us to a break in just a second. But before I do, I want to say one thing. You know who our greatest critic is, Chris? Uh, that guy that we bumped no, into at no, Festival. No, no, no. He, he's 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 your greatest critic, okay. not mine. I'm sure he loved what I was doing. You, you come on, who's our greatest critic? Ourselves. No. Oh, I thought that was a really poignant moment <laughs> no. that we could reflect. Nothing I say is poignant. My sister. Oh, yeah. Yes, our greatest critic. She's yeah. so honest about what we do. What she I also, do. She, well, yeah, mainly what. No, yeah, loves yeah, yeah. me. She also, by the way, as a little aside, she saw you, I think, in Tesco's a while ago. <laughs> she said, he always wears the same stuff. It always looks the same, <laughs> like what? an NPC. Just what was I wearing? Out. I don't know. Not the same thing as you always do. I wear my own merch now. <laughs> Amazing. But that's like You're a very such recent a narcissist. thing. Because I got it for my birthday. <laughs> it's not like pictures of my face. It's my company merch. It should be pictures of your face. But anyway, she said, I told her that we were doing this. She's very kind of critical about everything we do, especially what Chris does. And she went, oh, that's nice. Well, at least Daisy will listen to it. <laughs> Oh my god! Why is she out to get me? I don't even know her. If if more than just Daisy listens to this podcast, it will be a success, and I will tell her. Wow, she's gonna have to listen to it. I don't think Daisy's gonna listen to this. Oh, we'll find out. I'm not gonna mention that I've said this, and if she listens to the podcast, then she can come tell me. Well, I'm hoping that my sister will also listen to it, so that'll be two. So, (laughs) what's Um, worse, that they listen to it and are very critical of it, or maybe they shouldn't? (laughs) Well, the thing is, what they said was she was like, "Oh, I really," because she's obsessed with Stranger Things. She was like, "Oh, can I can I put a request in, uh, and can you talk about Stranger Things at some point?" I was like, "Well, you have to listen to it and put a request in, then, won't you?" Extra viewer, um, listener, not getting used to the whole podcast thing. Um, But uh, 
Yeah, no. So I think, and maybe, depending how this goes, this is just a pilot by the way, everyone. Um, I think um, it would be nice to maybe in the future get some requests about what people want to hear about. Yeah. And some questions and stuff. I think that'd be cool. Absolutely. Um, but anyway, for now, we're going to go to a commercial break. Yeah, let's do it. Hi there, I'm Richard Richardson, and I have a loud voice. So you should listen to me when I say that wipe away is the best car cleaner known to man. The only domestic car cleaner that can clean your car like a pro. Now you can either listen to me or Ted, one of our satisfied customers. What do you have to say, Ted? Um, yeah, it was good. It works well, easy to use. Don't need to get it cleaned anymore, so great. Amazing! Now stop wasting your time and money and go out and buy yourself some wipe away. Because no matter who you listen to, it's great. Wipe away. Every wipe a winner. So... So, what's just happened that was that, that was, was you an advert it? no no what? did no. we get someone in to do that did we get that was a real advert oh how much are they paying us well i'm not telling you because they're paying me oh you no. you said you wanted me to run this podcast so i'm taking all the money all oh, right it seems to be my place that we're doing it in with all my technical equipment well you have nothing to prove that because this is not videoed and the viewers don't know that so you've got no proof cool. yeah well, gotta say the revenue. Glad you got some revenue coming in. <laughs> oh, I wish I did. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, right, let's talk about. So basically, how this is going to work is that every week, obviously, we just talk about kind of just general stuff like we did uh, before the break, and then that's probably of, a bit longer than normal because we're introducing yeah, who in, we are. And exactly. I like talking about myself, so yeah, he is a narcissist. I'm thinking that, that maybe more. he should get a kind of a, a an actual diagnosis. Um, a what now? Nothing. Nothing to worry I don't about. Think, I don't need that. No, no, no. No, no, no. You're absolutely fine, I darling. Don't. I tell myself that every day. <laughs> that was a joke. You actually made a, a, a tumbleweed sound there with your, with your Ooh. own voice. It's good. And, and your beard. I've got a beard, just so you know. I think everyone <laughs> that knows me knows that I have a beard because I talk about it quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, and I did just say that you have a beard, so like yeah. the listeners that don't know you could probably work that out. He's, re- I'm te- he's not very nice. He jabs at me all the time. It's yeah. horrible. I don't know if I want to do this. I think it's a pilot for a reason. I'm going to get someone else in. Yeah, fair enough. Do you reckon Jack Fisher's about? <laughs> no, he's too busy. <laughs> I'd have to pay him. Yeah. yeah He'd want you to be there in time, I think. <laughs> right. Stop with this, okay? Yeah. It's horrible. So, as I was saying before, I was rudely interrupted. Um, so, yeah. So, we're going to... The main kind of meat of every episode is going to be uh, kind of a topic that we're going to uh talk about um and uh yeah so today uh our first topic is superhero films yep and why they're bad right (laughs) here we go already they are not bad so this is okay right i'm going to talk about the kind of the history in, in a minute but the elephant in the room here is that chris doesn't really like superhero films so why are we talking about it who knows um, no, so I really like, I've always loved superhero films. I've always brought up on kind of superhero films. Um, and yeah, I, I absolutely love it. It's a large part of kind of the basis of uh, of kind of the, my relationship with my dad and, and kind of lots of my friends absolutely love superhero films. It's been a large part of my life. Um, but we're going to kind of talk about all about superhero films, maybe why you don't like them. Um, a lot of other people don't like them and, and don't really kind of vibe with them. Uh, and maybe what's happened to them as of late and mm. um, so yeah so let's um let's do a bit of bit of history 
uh, Christopher, because uh, I did some research. I always do research. I'm well prepared, even though I was vastly late. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so superhero films. What are they? Films about superheroes, which aren't actually real. Spoilers. All special effects. I think they might know what superhero films are, our listeners. Well, I'm trying to make it as inclusive as possible, okay? Right. Is that okay with you? All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Explain to me what a superhero is. You have to put him in his place sometimes. Anyway, uh, yeah, so, obviously, Marvel Comics, DC Comics, uh, kind of been around for a long time, had large popularity, and there was kind of 60s and that, had lots of different TV shows about uh, really kind of campy, the stuff like the, the Adam West Batman stuff. Anyway... Fast forward to uh, 1978, the first big kind of blockbuster superhero film was Superman with Christopher Reeve. Um, And this was kind of the time when people were like, oh, superheroes sell. Uh, That made 300 million US dollars. Um, I like Superman. I like the 1978 Superman. I've not seen it. Oh, my word. Why are you doing a film podcast? Ah, it's so true. We're (laughs) going to talk about that segment later. Um, Callum's Confessions, not what it sounds like. Um, and uh, anyway, yeah. So this this was 1978. Yeah, 300 uh, US uh, million US dollars, um, and that was the second highest grossing film of that year. So they're like, oh, this makes some money. If you know, do you know? No, I don't okay. know. Okay, sorry, I didn't do that. Much I won't. Research. I won't catch you out of questions. <laughs> no, please don't. <laughs> um, um, anyway, so that did really well, um, and uh, and obviously they made another. Oh, it's really bad. Either two or three of those of the Christopher Reeve ones. They did. Uh, as far as I'm aware, they did free Christopher Reeve one, and then like because then he then, and then there was accident? Superman Returns, uh, a few like in the nineties. I can't remember. Because there was, like, no... was it was pretty sure it's free with Christopher Reeve, but uh, it's actually known to be quite an unlucky role to have because a lot of the actors who have played Superman have had accidents. Really? Um, or I can't remember exactly what Christopher Reeve was. I think it's like a a condition or something. Yeah, he's because he's in a wheelchair, isn't he? Yes. Oh, I thought he fell off of a horse. Did he? It was something like I, I don't could know. be vastly wrong. But I, I don't know. It was something like that, which I think rendered him like paralysed from the, the the waist down. Okay. Maybe head down, something like that. That sounds about right. Um, but uh, Not right, as in correct. It's not good that that happened. <laughs> sounds about right. I th- <laughs> sounds about right. That was just. <laughs> I never liked him. Justice. Um, but uh, no, yeah, so that was kind of the time where people went, oh, that makes money. Um, and uh, anyway, going back to Batman, kind of the next uh, DC then kind of cashed in on this, but not for a, till a while later, uh, till 1989, where Tim Burton uh, brought his first Batman film um, with Michael Keaton, obviously Jack Nicholson, which is very famous. I've also not seen it. I no, I haven't seen the team. That's really bad. I think that also uh, that might be what we talk about in Callum's Confessions. Maybe one that we need to both need to watch because I know it's a superhero film and you're not big, but I know that's supposed to be generally just a good film. Yeah, um, and I liked Tim Burton. Um, but yes, yeah, so that was again that performed um, really well and was one of the best films of the year. Um, and I think this kind of started a trend of you getting big name actors or at least one big name actor to these films which people have associated with like campness like the old batman and stuff and people aren't quite sure about comic book films you bring in at least one big actor like jack nicholson um who didn't want to do it at the time um he um it was gonna they were then gonna pass it on to robin williams 
um, All right. to try and use some leverage to try and get Jack Nicholson to do it. Did it in the end. Um, and obviously that worked really well for them. Cool. And he was obviously not seen it, but I hear he's kind of brilliant in the role and he's influenced a lot of kind of jokers ever since. Um, anyway, going on from that, you, you kind of, it's notable that you, you might notice that no Marvel films I've mentioned yet. They didn't really, they weren't really kind of big until uh, 1998. Which uh, was... Ooh. Ah. I don't know. <laughs> Blade, yeah, Wesley Snipes. Yes, Blade. and I've seen that they and they weren't really that marvelly. Like I, I know Blade's no, not, not a all. huge like superhero kind of character. Mm. They were just uh, yeah, I remember seeing those. Yeah, that was another one. Really badly, haven't watched. This is really terrible of me, but I want to. I want to watch them, and they're rebooting them as I do with everything, which we'll oh, talk no. a bit about later. Um, <laughs> but with a really good actor, there, Mahershala Ali, which I love. Yeah, he's especially in Moonlight. Moonlight, yeah, yeah. Um, so good. I've banged on about that film so he's many times. Also, so actually, speaking of superhero films. Uh, I really enjoyed, actually, con- controversially, mm. to my own opinions, the Luke Cage TV series. So good, isn't it? It's very good. So good. I very enjoyed it. All of those Netflix and he's ones, also, other than Iron Fist, are good. He was also in that, and he was brilliant. Yeah, he was so good in that. Yeah. yeah, really good. I almost wish that they could bring that character to the, to the big screen, um, but I'm sure he's going to be absolutely fantastic. In I don't want them to bring it. That's my thing. I don't want them to bring it to the big screen because I enjoyed it as a TV show for what it was. Yeah, which is my. I'll talk about yeah, it in we'll a bit. That's about, my yeah. issue with um, But anyway, so that was 1998, and um, so obviously before this, Marvel had done stuff. Uh, Spider-Man had been around before, but only in kind of it was more. I don't know. I think there was a film, but it wasn't very big budget. It was big for the time because they actually scaled a building. Like they actually had a stuntman scale a building. Right. Uh, Spider-Man, and uh, a lots of there'd been lots of Japanese Spider-Man stuff before as well, uh, but nothing kind of big budget yet um from marvel blade then comes about to say 1998 uh, it kind of showed um that that marvel could kind of do stuff and this was at the time where marvel comics were really struggling as a company and they were selling off properties um kind of all over the place like spider-man that was sold really cheaply uh and then um obviously marvel was then sold i think at the time that's when it was then sold to disney i think i can't remember um but uh, anyway, it was they kind of showed with Blade that you could do like a proper adult superhero film and it would work. Like that was super violent. Uh, that's yeah. why people don't associate it with being Marvel at all. Obviously, it wasn't MCU at this time. Um, but um, yeah, it was kind of super violent, quite stylized, and uh, quite dark. It's certainly the first one, anyway. Kind of second and third one, particularly Trinity, um, fell off a bit. It was um, not very good, Trinity. No, I, I hear bad things. And that was one of Ryan Reynolds' kind of first big films. Yeah, I think it was um, like 2004 or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, but yeah, anyway, so that came about. And that was, it's kind of a bit of an unsung hero, really, for Marvel. And that, that's kind of where it all started. Uh, of not MCU, but a, a Marvel property getting kind of a big film like that. Then, very soon after, X-Men happens in 2000. And um, the first of, of, the, of all the X-Men films, and there's been a lot now, um, and uh, I think they're really good, especially the original, they're really good films. And I think it's, it's a, they give a great argument for Marvel films because they're not just kind of, uh, j- just kind of rubbish with lots of action and, and pretty colours and stuff. There's real kind of substance to the X-Men films all about kind of, there's a lot of social issues that they talk yeah. about in there. And, the, and they always did in the comics about kind of segregation and, and stuff like that. And, and it hints to some ways 
to kind of racial issues yeah. uh, and stuff like that. And I think the X-Men, again, getting in big names, um, Patrick Stewart, Ian yeah. McKellen. I, I, I think the thing is I don't dislike superhero films. I remember, like, that's not my problem with them. Mm. I really enjoyed those early those early films. And I, mm. I remember really loving X-Men. Um, yeah, they're very solid, good, good, good films. I think they're I think they're fantastic, and I think um, they again they unfortunately tailed off to to the third one, um, the third one of that original trilogy. I think they then got way better with bringing in the new actors um, for First Class and then uh, Days of Future Past. Um, I think they're brilliant films. Anyway, the next big film that comes along uh, in this history of superhero films is Spider Man, yes, two thousand and two, uh, Tobey Maguire um, with. Um, Oh my god, director's name. Uh, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi. Yeah. Um and this was this was massive because the X-Men were hounded a little bit for not being massively comically accurate. Okay. Um then you bring out Spider-Man. He's got the red suit on. It's it's like it's amazing. It he looks maybe slightly older and acts slightly older than, than maybe he does in the comics. Um but yeah, it's, people were kind of overjoyed with kind of how that turned out um and uh yeah that kind of really was a brilliant springboard um for superhero films going off from that again unfortunately once again in the trilogy tailed off in the third one and that was kind of massive yeah. issues there and that was kind of at the time where mcu was kind of starting a yes bit, so it? it hadn't started yet but they were kind of talking about it um then we come to next big in superhero history in general batman so christian bale yes. um which again yeah. i love all those films yeah again another kind of dark gritty one um and uh once again people could say tailed off in the third one i like the third one um i still think the dark knight is the best one um but again going kind of almost become dc's calling card uh and the only thing they really have over marvel is that they're allowed to do those darker stories uh and go kind of really in-depth character work and do stuff that um that maybe Marvel doesn't do as much. Yeah. They did in Blade, but certainly not since the MCU has kind of come about. No. Um, but yeah, again, not, three really not good films. since Mickey is uh, got his old... Mickey Mouse! Got his hands on a lot. No darkness! Um, ha ha! Ha ha! Um, and then, obviously, the big one, the big milestone, especially for MCU, Iron Man. The original Iron Man comes mm-hmm. out, Robert Downey Jr., um, John Favreau, uh, 2008 and uh, wow what a time to be alive and I remember going to see it did you see it yeah, yeah you did and enjoyed it uh, yeah I would say so we both would have been about 8 yeah it's 2000 yeah 2008 yeah. So would have been eight. Um, does that make anyone older than 23 feel really old that we're like that's how we tell our age we just yeah. match it with the Which yeah because we were born in 2000 I was we're 29 20, of course yeah, yeah December yeah. baby just, just two weeks yeah 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 um, but yeah, I, I so vividly remember going to see that um, at the cinema. And do you know what, Chris? You won't believe this. We were late. Were you? <laughs> I missed like the first few minutes, <laughs> which sums my life up so well. Have you ever seen a full film, or is it not always, many? <laughs> is it always like halfway through? <laughs> I really can't go and see a film where something big happens at the start because I get so confused. Wow, you're a marvel to me. Thank you. I went to go and see not Tenet, <laughs> and I think I was slightly late watching that. And if I you're not just that, behind, I or... can imagine that was mind-boggling. To yeah, miss any of that. I loved watching that film second time round in the cinema when no one else had seen it because you're so smug. I know what's going on, and you don't. Um, anyway, massive sidetrack. Yeah, so Iron Man, 
2008 starts the the MCU. Obviously, after that, we've got um, we have Thor, uh, Captain America, Hulk comes before that, but I haven't spoken about that because it's not really massively in, important. It's kind of MCU adjacent, and they obviously changed casting to then Mark Ruffalo. Um, anyway, so all these films would then culminate 2012 Avengers, yeah. um, which no one ever thought would happen. Um, and I think so many people were so happy to see it. Um, and a great day to be a superhero fan um, in general. But retrospectively, maybe... Was its downfall, mm, I believe. The, well, not the MCU's downfall, it, um, but maybe just in general, maybe cinema's downfall, you could look in, yes. in a certain sense. Because then after that, you look about for the next kind of 10 years, um, 10, 11 years up till now, um, since 2012 Avengers, their dominance really and the mcu's dominance and superhero films dominance in general which is kind of what we want to talk about um so so yeah so anyway my my standpoint on it as i've kind of already already said i love superhero films i've always loved um the mcu as i said such fond memories of going to see all the all these films and i can remember them so vividly um but uh but yeah there, there are certainly some problems at the moment um what are your what are your thoughts then in, okay. in general it's not that i don't like superhero films i don't like what they've become like i just mm-hmm. to me like those earlier films iron man or the batman films i really enjoyed them and i to me i just i, I enjoy cinema that's just its own thing like you mm. go and see a film and it tells you a story and that's that's and that's your experience and that's what you enjoy and and for me to be honest with the Christopher Nolan Batman series I don't ever see I didn't ever see he was ever trying to set up a huge franchise with it he was mm. just telling the story of Batman which I enjoyed and all those earlier superhero films all did that for me they just mm. they just told this adapted story of what was in a comic book and and they're really enjoyable when it started going wrong for me is when it just all kind of morphs into this one big thing i feel like you can't ever go and see a Marvel film without having to mm. know what's happened extensively in like God knows how many other films, like 50. <laughs> I don't know. I just, um, I, I tried watching, uh, I, okay. What, what I did with Marvel when I was younger, when I was enjoying it and I did watch all the kind of Avengers and stuff. I think I got up to just before four Ragnarok and I stopped watching it. Okay. I didn't see that one. And then more and more and more kept coming out mm. and everyone was like, you've got to see this got to see that and i never went to go and see them because i kept saying well i haven't seen Thor ragnarok and there right. might be some obscure reference to something and i just i don't like how kind of how you just can't go see a marvel film i watched yeah uh, ones i watched recently were uh captain marvel i watched that because mm. i i just looked at if i'm going to watch these films let's watch them in some kind of timeline order yeah yeah and i believe that one's set it says well if you google it, it says captain marvel watch that one first i don't know I watched that and I just I find them all a little bit soulless really I just don't each film I just I I can't I can't get hooked on it Mm. and I watched Captain America the first Avenger and and my kind of like my brain I do enjoy them there is something that makes me enjoy them but to me it's like oh when am I going to see that character next and I like that character um I hope they come back in whatever I hope this character interacts with that one Uh, and then it's not but that's not me enjoying the film that I'm seeing is it Mm. that's me just enjoying this huge franchise and i know so much hard work goes into them obviously but to me so much hard work goes into the kind of people that are working at weatherspoons but mm. i still would rather go and sit and support uh 
an independent pub or restaurant or something rather than to go to this big massive chain that i just don't think there's no soul Mm. massively to a Weatherspoons, but a little country pub. Yeah, maybe. Like, I just that's my that's my issue with it. It's become this. It's become a franchise. It's become um, formulaic, and it's become it's become soulless. I don't think. An uh, example of uh, one I enjoyed recently was Joker. I did enjoy. Mm. I really enjoyed the Joker. But then that's um, getting a. This kind of adds on to the problem. Is that's getting a second one. Yeah, that, and that, that I hate. I yeah, hate that because yeah, yeah. I watched the Joker and I thought that's brilliant. Because mm. again, it's it's done what those older. Th- superhero films is done it's just adapted the story mm. or not even it's 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 not really it's not an adapt adaptation not really no but it's just using the principles of what's using in that character. comic book and just yeah, telling yeah. a very interesting standalone story and at the time of watching it i didn't feel like it was setting up mm. something else but obviously it has because that's what always happens i just i just enjoy cinema to to tell a story and if that story spans loads of time then it should be a TV show. I, d- I don't know. Yeah, and I enjoyed. I enjoyed those. Um, again, very similar. To what happened in the Marvel kind of TV series? Mm. I really loved Daredevil, yeah. and I loved Jessica Jones, and I loved mm. Luke Cage. Um, I, I enjoyed Iron Fist as well. And then they merged them all together. Oh, you didn't like the Defenders? Uh, but, uh, but the same st- thing started to happen. They merged them all mm. together, and now I can't watch the new series of Daredevil because it's yeah. referencing things that, and it, it just. I just would rather it be its own entity, its own things, and stand on its own merit than constantly be diluting its mm. own creativity with what needs to appeal to the thousand of hours that have well, come before speaking, it. Speaking of that, and this is going to upset you, I don't know whether you know this already, but they are making another series of Daredevil on right. Disney Plus as part of the MCU. Because before yeah. the... Um, the the, the net Marvel Netflix shows were kind of MCU adjacent. They would never come into the MCU, and they were kind of supposed to be in the same world, but you never saw those characters cross over with with the MCU yeah, characters. Yeah. Uh, but they kind of referenced uh, events um, to some extent. But yeah, now Daredevil is getting his own uh, show um, on Disney Plus called I think Daredevil Born Again. I think it's called. Um, and he was recently uh, in She Hulk. Right. Um, Yep, that's what it's actually called. Yeah. Um, and um, and yeah, it was it was nice to see him again. But oh, they, oh, I really worry they're going to ruin him. I just but it, yeah. to, to me, I just I'm just not interested in that. I just mm. don't. I, I I hope this doesn't cause offense to anyone. But I was interested in that when I was a kid. Like mm. it's all for me. It, it seems like a, quite a childlike thing to just want to see these characters endlessly recycled and 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 used and interact with each other in different ways. But to me, it's there's not much. I don't see there being much creative substance behind it. Mm. I, I, I struggle to to get on with it, and I struggle to really think about a Marvel film after I've seen it. I just it's not it's not playing a get over in my head. I have there's not. I see it. It happens. It's done. And that that's the soullessness of it. I can't quite pinpoint what it is, mm. but I just I find them a little bit soulless. Well, I think what you say there about you can't you don't really think about it afterwards is. To play devil's advocate, I think so many people, obviously, so many people would disagree with that. I think oh, 100%. That's, but I, I think in such a way that that's almost what they're about is to think about it afterwards. Because there's so many fan theories. There's so many, because there's so many interlinked characters and so many stories that go through all the different films. The whole point is that you're, and my experience are, are, after most of the films, 
you've got so much to think about and I love talking to my dad and to my other friends about it afterwards and I won't shut up about talking about it and all the different theories and oh he's there because of that or he's going to be in the next film and which is the great thing about it but I also I do see what you mean in that I kind of get the soulless thing and and I get the point you're making earlier about you can't just watch one film you can't just dip in and and we had this recently we were watching um we were, we were going to watch Doctor Strange and um me my dad and my sister were going to watch it and my other sister said yeah but I don't know what's going on like I, don't, I haven't watched these other yeah, films yeah. and I I literally I would have to give her a whole list of things to watch yeah. for her to then understand. And I, it, sometimes it's even not even enjoyable because you just have no idea what's going and on. And to me, that's not what cinema should be. Like, I, mm. I, I want to go see a film and I want to kind of go in going... I don't really watch trailers much because I like to, mm. to have that kind of show me... Yeah, show me what you've got. Like, um, But I think with if I were to go into a Marvel film, I could see no trailer about it, but I know what's going to... I know what that film is going to look and feel mm. like and what's, and what's going to happen. I might know what exactly each narrative point but i i know what that film is going to feel like and what it's what kind of viewer experience i'm going to have and i, I don't like that kind of because it's to, I, to me it's been done it's they're all quite similar to me they're just mm. they kind of all blur into one um i i get that i think one thing again kind of trying to trying to fight the corner of them specifically mcu at the moment is i think they've done there is a lot of kind of formulaic storytelling about it and a lot of the times it's the same kind of morals and and same story that they do tell but i also think that the mcu um especially has actually told quite a lot of important stories um and there's been some kind of good social issues um which they've which they've touched on um been some quite political films like um the captain america ones i think are some of the best captain america civil uh, winter soldier and civil war go quite deeply into issues and the new one um uh the winter soldier uh, the falcon and the winter soldier also goes quite a lot into into social um kind of issues and political stuff black panther a massive kind of um kind of for for, for race and and for political issues and stuff and i think it's it's a great tool super films and especially things like black panther for kids identifying with people on screen and yeah, yeah. people that maybe don't think they fit in but then they see people on screen that look like them especially things like Black Panther or films like coming out of the MCU um, Wonder Woman yeah, uh, yeah. they're going back uh, uh, 100% Marvel, it's... things like that I think it's great they've done quite a lot for representation of course and it's a huge platform and it's important that they do that mm. and I'm not I'm not arguing with that at all I don't see any issues with, with that and I, I... Uh, and to me this is all this is all a personal opinion thing because mm, i know yeah, yeah. that most people don't share this opinion because they keep making it <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, yeah. uh but for me that that's why i i struggle i struggle to engage with them i struggle to have an emotional response to them mm. as films and and to me as a cinema goer that is really important to have some form of emotional response and yeah. it just for me personally it does not evoke it in a, in a in a superhero film well not specifically a superhero films but just what what they become this this huge mm. conglomerate franchise of them i just i i struggle to engage there is a lot of them and it's i know we mainly talk about the mcu here because it's kind of the big daddy of the moment and, it, and it's kind of what's created um this kind of movement in, into the superhero culture but obviously yeah there's so so much superhero content around whether it yeah. be games and, and you know it's big when it's filtered into everything it's in um tv as i say games um there's uh like even children's entertainment like uh, my younger sister 
not long ago was still um, kind of watching children's TV like Nickelodeon and yeah. Disney Channel and stuff like that. And they're also all about like superhero families and stuff like that. And obviously that's not a new thing. That's happened for a long time, the Incredibles and such like that. But everything is superhero now. Even things like adverts are based around superhero concepts and everything yeah. is... And it's so it makes it so saturated and, and you get almost bored of it to an extent. And this is where I'm at with it at the moment. As I say, my opinion is that I've always loved these films and I think they're brilliant and they just make me feel a certain... They've always made me feel a certain way um, and just makes me kind of forget about other stuff and I've just enjoyed them so much. However, where I've got to recently, um, I touched on that point you said a bit earlier about you feel like maybe they're slightly more for children. And what I found is... Well, I, I, I personally enjoyed them more when I was a child. Yeah. But I just don't... But yeah. this this is it, is that I, I've got to a point now, like I'm, I'm 23 and I'm starting to get to a point um, where I'm like, oh no, I feel like... Not that I'm aging out of these films, but I'm getting to the point where I'm enjoying them less, maybe because I'm getting yeah. older. I feel like, and that doesn't mean that you can't be older and not enjoy them. Like, I know loads of people like my, my dad and lots of other older friends and, and all sorts that I have that still love these films. But I just feel like that enjoyment for me is slightly lessened because I don't have yeah. that child awe around them. And, and I don't, I no longer forgive the shortcomings that they have anymore, especially having a film brain and being in kind of film and, and the creative arts i can't forgive but, some of the mistakes and the issues that they have now yeah i don't think it's entirely that kind of growing up though because we, we experienced that because they were kind of coming out and becoming big when we were children yeah. and then we've we've kind of grown out of that but for instance my dad i know that my my dad personally would have gone and watched these with me and he'd have loved he'd have loved them a lot more mm. when they first started coming out i don't think he'd he'd have feel the same about them now i don't need to speak on his behalf but i just know that he would not have the same amount of enjoyment i think as as those earlier films mm. <coughs> i do think there's be <coughs> apologies i do think there has been a degradation in quality mm. um over time and i think it's just become it we've become so used to them and they've become so oversaturated it's mm. just it's it's like seeing your local high street just become chain shops for mm. me that, that's what it feels like because it's all the independent little shops have been closed down yeah. and all the big chains starbucks and costa mm. and all that have overtaken it and that's that's what i struggle with it i just feel like i'm not supporting the right thing yeah i i get you there i think this is this is kind of the the big uh kind of thing i had not too long ago um this big brainwave that, that i had this epiphany is um as i've enjoyed these for so long and I, I started to to enjoy them a bit less and start to see their shortcomings. And then I went to go and see Spider-Man No Way Home. Right. Now, this is like supposed to be the pinnacle of superhero films. It's, it's bringing together spoilers for anyone that hasn't seen it um, and, and still wants to watch it. Um, just skip forward a bit. Um, skip to the end. Sorry. Don't do that. Um, <laughs> it's uh, it basically... All three Spider-Man. So it's Tom Holland's film, but also Tobey Maguire comes in through yeah. the multiverse and, and also Andrew Garfield. Um, and obviously there was rumours about this for ages and so much buzz and, and they did. And I saw them on screen. I was like, wow, that's amazing. And that's how cool is that? I mean, Tobey Maguire phoned it in a bit, but Andrew Garfield was brilliant. Um, and I was like, oh, this is brilliant. And then I finished it. I finished the film at cinema. I saw this twice at cinema. And um, I just had this really weird feeling that i should have enjoyed it more than i did yeah I, it should have been for everything 
for every film that I love and how much I'm into superhero films, and especially Marvel, and how much I love all of the Spider-Man films, I should have absolutely loved that. But I didn't, and I was trying to work out why. And it was great seeing them again, but that was the best thing about it. It was not a good film. Like, I've, I've, I felt really bad afterwards, but when I was speaking, I think it was the second time I watched it, um, with my dad and my sister um and um i just i wasn't very complimentary about it and i i started making all these comments and they were like oh i enjoyed it until you've now told me why it's not good yeah and i don't like to do that because it's people's opinion and you think what you want to th- think about it um he says on a podcast uh it's telling everyone his opinions yeah um but i don't know it, it wasn't a good film like the editing was not good it didn't have good dialogue i thought the story could have been way better the the writing wasn't fantastic and i just and i just had this kind of sadness after watching it thinking this is where we've we've come to we, we see people from separate films who have played the same character and we see it we go oh that's brilliant and we clap yeah but that it's not a very that's good like a, film that's like a short high for me like that yeah that's like that's not creative storytelling that's just that's giving you a short burst of of oh wow i remember them mm. from my past great like if you if you spend your whole life if you mm. spend a year remembering stuff you've lost a year of, of new yeah. memories that's that's what it seems to me like you've you've created this film that is just evoking emotion mm. short emotional responses that you enjoyed from your childhood but it's not doing anything to to to, to creatively tell a story that's my issue with it i don't think it's mm. creative storytelling but this is a wider issue in hollywood in general at the moment you oh, talk yeah. about ghostbusters afterlife and loads of films like that recently where it's just playing on on nostalgia that's all it is and it's this this great word that we spoke about in film studies with uh tom westwood um weaponized intertextuality yeah yeah. about that whole thing of oh i remember that i've seen that before ha i like that and as you say it's those kind of short highs and and people like to know things and people like to remember things and especially if it's playing on when, when you were younger yeah like that is that's all an awful thing to do because you'll know you enjoy it and that's why afterwards i felt bad because i was like oh i did enjoy that but i shouldn't because it's not a good film it didn't deserve me yeah my kind of enjoyment of it um and i think the reason i felt so sad about it afterwards is that i'd that is what people will go and see it just isn't it and it made so much it made so much money i've actually got um yeah some statistics on how much money has been made by uh, Marvel films um, as of late. So the total worldwide box office revenue um, for just MCU films, um, ever since they've come out, MCU ones, not like Blade and the other Marvel films, just MCU, is 26.6 billion US dollars. Yeah. These films make money. Yeah, of course. They make good money. And why that makes me sad is because... Like that film made money. Like uh, Spider-Man made loads of money, and and all of them have, and they're all in the um, they absolutely populate the top ten of the highest-grossing films. So, Avengers: Endgame is uh, second most uh, grossing film of all time. Yeah. Um, with two point about two point eight billion, um, and then also Avengers: of Infinity War is on there at number five, and Spider-Man: No Way Home on there number seven, and then the Avengers is number ten. So that many of all time. In, yeah. in the top 10 of all films that's that's mental and, and why it makes it me sad is because i see obviously i'm a creative and it's very likely i will never get to be in a massive film i will never make get to make a massive film 
and it's just really sad that then the stuff that I make and people like me make will will, will never get that kind of recognition and, and, yeah. and that kind of that many eyes on it and especially like small independent films uh, and just generally smaller films i went to go and see um a film called uh, men um i think uh, last year and it was amazing it's such a it was a very disturbing film um but it was it was it was so good and, and i've been thinking about it ever since yeah. and this was about six months ago and I don't think about Marvel films for that long. Yeah, not, yeah. Certainly not anymore. Yeah, that's what I try, try to explain. Like. And, but yeah, but this is it. And But that film, I don't know how much f- that film made, but I can't imagine it had a very no. long or very wide like uh, cinema outage. Not many cinemas would have shown it. Yeah. Um, and it wouldn't mean for a very long run. But I think that film was far more impactful and had a far better message than No Way Home did. But yes. it will never make that money. It will never yeah. get the recognition. I think that's so sad but these films that obviously, as I say, make money, what was it, four or five were in the top ten, all-time grossing. And it, and it's just sad that that's, that's where we are and yeah. that's what makes the money. And, and if a producer has an option to make, or a studio has an option to make one of those films or a really interesting uh, kind of indie dependent, independent film, it will be the superhero film every time. Yeah, absolutely. And that, is, sad. that is kind of what my what my overall issue with it is and just for the sake of the podcast i my big thing is that i love is small independent films mm. i very much i like british horror british dark comedies and i'm sure i'll talk about them more mm. in the podcast to come i feel like this might be a good time for like a little ad break yeah let's get another round good, good to do another ad break we'll, we'll get another god that's a really talented voice actor who does some of the adverts. what are you talking about these are real adverts yeah i know i'm just saying i like the guy's voice he's well, it'll be a different guy. Will it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. They're not all the same. I, I don't know what you think this is, as well, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you yeah, should yeah. get them. Absolutely. And we're going to an ad break. Us men don't think about our mugs. We put them through hell each and every day, but do we clean them properly? Nah, we can't be bothered. We ain't got time for that. Too busy. But women, they seem to find the time somewhere. Lads, it's time for a revolution. We need to start looking after our ugly mugs or they're going to get uglier. But don't fret, because we ain't alone. Because we've got Bosch, face cleanser and moisturiser. You want to leave your backside dirty, so why leave your face? Bish bash Bosch, give your mug a wash. Okay, we're back. And we're back. Without any technical difficulties. At all, that definitely wasn't the third time we tried that. Yeah, so we've had a break, we listened to a lovely advert. Who was that? I don't know. Very good at adverts, though. I just the voice actor just sounds, I don't know, familiar. Can you stop insinuating things? I'm not. It's a real advert. All right. It's fine because you won't see any of the profits. Yeah. How much do they pay? I'm not telling you. You'll see on your pay packet. I don't. No, I got one of those. Oh. I haven't signed anything. What a shame. Um. Yeah. No. So we've been fed. I made Callum some pasta with some pesto. Mm. It my, was just above average. Yeah. My partner came and joined us. We had a dinner. It was lovely. Yeah, it was. Nice to have someone else's company for once. Yeah, so we're all full now. We might be belching a little bit more. Uh, no, Callum's be... got his IBS, so we might have a few more breaks. I haven't been to the loo either. Oh, God. <laughs> this is worrying. Please go home before you do that. <laughs> it's fine. I have this thing that I don't really have those issues in other people's homes. Right. Like, my body's like, nah, we're not doing that. Not here. Not not here. I should only do it on my toilet. Possibly. No, it's not um, really... Cool. So yeah, and to summarise what we were chatting about, superhero films earlier. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think 
Uh, I don't have an issue with superhero films. I have mm. an issue with what they've become. That's my issue. Um, I used to really enjoy them, and I feel they've just become they've become the Starbucks of the cinema universe. Universe. Oh, I'm I'm turning everything oh. into cinema world. Yeah, the world of cinema. Starbucks. I think, that, and I think, but the funny thing saying there about universe, everything is a universe now. Though, everything's it? got to be a universe. Everything, everything's got to have a sequel and then a prequel and then it's rebooted and then like, a, and then pre-sequel. Yeah, it's just like there's so much of it, and I think that's not necessarily just superhero films' faults. That's been happening for yeah. years. But I think it's only exacerbated the problem. Like everything now is a shared universe. Like, or you can't just have a standalone film. Like we were talking about earlier. I'm kind of sad that I mean, great to see Joaquin Phoenix again as the Joker. But yep. I wish it was just a standalone. Same thing with the Batman. Um, I, I th- I'd like to talk actually a little bit about the Batman before we go on. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I just think it's such a shame that you can't just have those those standalone to, and everything. Because with the Batman and Superman, it's not just remakes. It's remakes in such a short space mm. of time in terms of like, usually a film gets remade from, from decades ago. Yeah. But it feels like it's just, I've got to rewatch this whole thing again with a new actor. Yeah. It's like, why? What is so the point? so many Batmans. What is the point? So many. And, and I think... There was some kind of I can't remember what it was. There was some statistic I saw the other day about just how many times Bruce Wayne's family have been killed on camera. <laughs> like yeah. I think it's like what three or four times now. And it's they always do kind of. It's not always the same origin story, but they always go back to that. And I just think um, we've had so many people play Batman now. I mean, Michael Keaton. Um, what's his name? I can't. Remember, uh, I can't remember what his name is now. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Um, George Clooney. George Clooney. Yeah. yeah. Um, obviously Christian Bale. Uh, ben Affleck. Ben Affleck. Baffleck. And now... Um, Robert Pattinson. Robert Pattinson. Pattinson? Robert Pattinson. Twilight Man. <laughs> Twilight, Twilight Man. Twilight Man. Um, yeah. I just think it's too much. The same thing with Spider-Man. Like, three Spider-Man in very quick succession. Um, it's just... Um, and the sad thing about it is I was uh, watching something about Fantastic Four the other day. And um, I actually... Because, because they were made when kind of I was the right age for I actually liked the 2000s fantastic yeah I remember liking films. them when I was a kid they were just I just really liked them they're really nostalgic to me um, but I was watching them the other day and it's really sad as to why those films keep getting made so they made the first film there was loads of different incarnations of it and the final one was shit and the only reason it was shit is because they had to rush it on such a low budget because in, if they didn't film it in that time yeah. the rights would be lost then the same thing happened with the 2000s one if they didn't do that would they lost the rights again with the one with uh, Miles uh, Teller in it. Again, they had to do it then, because if not, they'd lose the rights. Did that At happen what with point the Andrew the... Garfield ones? Was that what happened with um, Spider-Man? I don't know. No, there was some weird licensing for it. It was something weird, because that was, <coughs> that was really quickly after Spider-Man 3. That was, I don't yeah, know they just abandoned the Andrew Garfield's ones. I just yeah. think the second one didn't do as well, and they were like, nope. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Well, again, that was um, yeah, Spider-Man. It was probably Marvel buying it from Sony, I think. That was what happened. Um, it hadn't quite happened yet. Is the thing. Um, okay. So, yeah, it's it's just annoying that that, that happens so much. Um, but yeah, so going back to the the latest, the Batman. Um, so have you seen it yet? I haven't. I'm very oh. sorry. I know that was my homework for oh, the first day, but I, and he I never misses his homework. You I could, haven't. You could have seen used it. your revision timetable. Didn't even use that. Terrible. No, I I don't have. Uh, I thought it was going to be on Amazon or so. I just couldn't get the right thing no. for it. And 
it was just very expensive to pay for itself and i, I just yes. ran out of time i'm very i'm a very very busy man well uh, i have lots of things to do i'm very busy i'm a narcissist uh, i'm very um, sorry that i didn't watch the batman do you know what i'll let you it. off and i will be deducting your pay though and you won't be seeing any of the profits from these adverts so i'm sorry okay. about that but okay, it's, it's I feel just... like you're paying yourself for these no it's purely business and just the fact that you know what you said earlier I didn't come to work that time because I was ill, uh, so I didn't get paid. So because you didn't do the homework, you don't get yeah, paid Yeah, but I'm either. here still. I'm still here. Like, anyway, The Batman. Um, really good film. No, so, uh, funny enough, you talk about you not having the time. It's a very long film. It's a very long film. I'm going to blag my way and pretend I've seen it, actually, from now on. <laughs> I know you... everyone knows now that I haven't, but I'm going to see what <laughs> I can do. You've seen enough Batman films. Is it really dark, guess. both in terms of uh, cinematography mm. yes. and... Uh, no, sorry, not is it, it is, because I've seen it. Of course you have. Um, and the Riddler's um, there, isn't he? It's very long, it's about, I think it's about three hours long. Um, and the reason for that is because they're going for this old school kind of Maltese Falcon kind of noir vibe. Oh. Um, kind of lots of chiaroscuro lighting. Um, and um, although I found out the other day, we've been saying it wrong the whole time. It's supposed to be chiaroscuro. We always said it wrong. Tom Westwood. Yeah, he's yeah, not Tom... good with his pronunciations, is he? <laughs> I hope you're listening. I really hope you're listening. <laughs> I'm going to send this to him. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, it's, it's like really kind of noiry and kind of crime thriller. That's how it goes down. It's I think it does what is the best way to do superhero films at the moment. Obviously, we know superhero films work and you've got to have an IP now for your film to sell. But this film's done it in the best way and it's gone, yeah, okay, we're using the Batman IP. However, we're going to do an interesting film. Um, it's just a bit too long for me. I, I think it takes um, too long sometimes uh, to kind of say what it what it's trying to say. And I think I get what he was going for, and he's trying to go for these really long, uncut scenes. Like, you watch the scenes, and you go, oh, this is brilliant. Normally, a scene like this in a Hollywood film would only last two minutes. And you go, oh, but now we're at, like, five minutes, and I'm now bored of watching the scene. Right. There's not enough in the scene for me to want to keep watching it. It just seems like... The editor should have cut it down by about a minute or so, like almost every scene. There's so many scenes which are so long in this film. Um, but really great. I mean, cinematically, it's fantastic. It, I think it rivals Christopher Nolan, okay. um, which is kind of a big thing to okay. say. Uh, and uh, yeah, I think it's brilliant. I think people should watch it. Is, um, it set, is it a good standalone film or is it setting itself up for... Well, this is it. I get like the Joker. I wish it was on its own. But, but to be honest, one. to be honest, to watch it as itself, it, I I get the sense it is doing that. The mm. fact that they're making another one didn't wasn't evident to me when I watched the Joker, which is why I enjoyed yeah. it. If I were to watch the Batman, I'm like, oh, they want to do they're saving yeah, that I, character I, I for something else. I don't think or... you watch it and go, oh, this is just a lead on to another film. Yeah, because yeah. it's not. Because it, I know I, I I've still appreciated the first film in a in like a trilogy mm. and I, and they've made more films but yeah. i'm just if, if it can stand on its own merit is what yeah. i'm trying to say i think if it keeps to the nolan thing of like just a trilogy it'll be brilliant i uh -huh. think it'll be a fantastic trilogy and you don't you can watch this without watching anything else because it's not connected to the dceu or anything this is what dc are doing at the moment in that they're tr they're calling i think it's called like dc dark universe or i can't remember exactly but they're these dc films which are separate from each other right um and uh unfortunately though they are going all over the place and there's going to be a commissioner gordon thing on hbo max uh, right. and they're making i think uh 
the Joker, unfortunately, they added on an extra scene at the end, and now Joker's be in it as well because we haven't had enough Jokers apparently. So there are uh, things in it which are like, oh yeah, this is a superhero film. But they but had you... all of Gotham, didn't they? That, that TV series, was... yeah, which I actually really Just, enjoyed. Uh, the, for me, it's like, where do I start? Like, where do I start? Yeah. That that is what is the, yeah. I just don't know how to. No, I don't have the interest to try and get into something like that. I just, I can't comprehend. It's it. a lot, which I think, um, which is why a film like, it's annoying how it's ended up. But that film, if you just want to watch a good example of a superhero film, watch the Batman. Okay, it's a great film, very long, um, but really good. Great characters, great characterizations, um, and uh, yeah, just a, a, a really, really good film. Cool. Um, so yeah, and so I think uh, yeah, this is my kind of summary of it all. Is um, I think yeah, it's it started off really nice, humbly, kind of the superhero genre, and particularly the MCU. Um, and I've always loved it. I've just I'm grown tired of it now. Yeah. Um, and I've got I've become too old and too into film to be able to forgive its shortcomings and yeah. forgive the lazy writing, lazy editing and stuff like that and um if you're going to make a superhero film now at least try and put some effort yeah. in and don't just let it be a cash and and for me uh sometimes i enjoy going to a big chained uh restaurant or supermarket mm. or pub uh, on my high street but most of the time i want to go and go somewhere with a little mm. bit of character and a little bit of you know independence and that's for me is the same in cinema i, I just that that's my thought on it basically Absolutely, I think this is, and this is what I'd love to promote in the fact that, as you say, every time you see one of these big blockbusters, may, whether it be a superhero film or not, make the choice to then go and see someone else yeah, yeah, to yeah, go yeah. And see an independent film. I think that is um, that that's a really good and ethical thing to do as well because we want to keep this industry going from the bottom and upwards um so i think that's a really thing to do what um so if we're going to talk about independent films obviously i I touched on um men uh earlier um what kind of what kind of independent films have you been enjoying recently and what would you maybe something you'd recommend uh i'm watching so so this is so this is my film that i would like to recommend to you to, to watch for next week yeah. and I guess this is kind of becoming a little bit of our format so we'll yeah, yeah. we will recommend a film to each other yeah. um, my all time favourite film mm-hmm. I I, be, I I always struggle with that question what's your favourite film but I think mo- more or less I would say this uh, it's called Sightseers mm-hmm. um, it is a dark comedy it's written by Alice Lowe and Steve Oram who you might not know the names massively but they you'd I think you'd recognise them they're like two British comedy actors that prop, cop up on all sorts mm. um and it's actually it's produced by edgar wright and it's oh. directed by my favorite director ben wheatley um and it's about uh, a couple from birmingham who go on a caravanning holiday but uh he starts to kill people that annoy him and it's their kind of it's her kind of realization that she's hanging out with a with a with a killer but that it, everything's done so like in that kind of cutesy kind of uh that kind of humour where everything's mundane, it's yeah. everything's so mundane that it, it's interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just very good. It's my favourite film. I think it's so it's so my humour, um, and that's my recommendation to you. I even have the Blu-ray with me here. Oh, I like, amazing. I love it. I don't know if you've got a Blu-ray player, but uh, I've got an Xbox. Yeah, yeah, that'll be yeah. Fun. But I, I'd like want it back because it's like my favourite <laughs> film. Don't you break it? I'm gonna lose but, it. But uh, I'm happy to give that to you so you can listen to it oh, for the next amazing. episode. And we well, can chat as, about that. as we're here, then, as I said, this this will be a, a kind of long-running segment. Uh, as I said before, I think um, my recommendation has got to be Men, Men. Um, which is an interesting thing to say. The uh, film. I recommend you Men and You're the film. Always coming uh, on to me, man. <laughs> I can't help it. 
He's a very sexy man. You should see him right now. He's got a lovely moustache going on. Yeah, that doesn't normally happen. It's no. just kind of it's just a bit of fluff normally. He's very I don't have a big of my kind beard. of shaggy beard like yours. <laughs> it's, it's an absolute beauty at the moment. I don't know what keep what I'm keeping in there. Um, but yeah, so I would uh, yeah definitely. I think Men is a it's a brilliant film. It's got um, Rory Kinnear in it. I like Rory Kinnear. Um, yeah. He's so good, and I won't spoil anything. But he plays a few parts in the film. Um, and oh, it's so bad. I can't remember her name. I'm just gonna look it up. I think she's... I know her face. She was in um, what's it called? I'm thinking of ending things. Oh yeah, I think that might be it. Uh. Um, this is really bad. This is the two <laughs> is blokes top quality podcasting. The, the lead actress's <laughs> name. Oh no. Um, so her name is Jessie Buckley. Yes. Yes, I saw her in I'm Thinking of Ending Things, which again is it's a mental film, but absolutely up my street. I'm mm-hmm. going to recommend that to you another week. Okay. To see what you think. Yeah. Um, she was fantastic in that, and it's um, by. Oh, I need to get better with names. It's by the guy that made um, Anomalisa and being John Malkovich. Um, mm. Very good film. And Jesse Buckley is very talented. Oh, fantastic. Well, um, yeah, so I'd recommend this film because, as I said earlier, it, it just it stayed with me. And it's not really the film I'd necessarily watch. It really reminded me of, of when we did film studies together, films that I would never watch normally because I do watch a lot of kind of popcorn films and and uh, superior films and action films and stuff like that so it's not something i'd normally watch and certainly not at the cinema but it was really got me to my inner soul it was okay. yeah i like that i like my horror yeah i like, I like was, my Brit- my independent horror yeah it was there are some really gruesome bits and the imagery is like oh <laughs> and you know i'm not kind of necessarily into that but yeah i think you definitely would be i think okay I cool. think love it is not the right word for it, but I think you'll really appreciate it and enjoy it. I think. Okay, cool. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's what I'd recommend. Um, so, anyway, now, we've all been a little bit serious uh, mm-hmm. and all gone a bit deep into things. I think it's time for a bit of silliness, don't you think? Yeah, yeah. So, so Callum and I are both... We both do voice acting, don't we? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to think we can do some different accents <laughs> and impressions. So what we've done is we've put together an impression wheel, mm-hmm. uh, and it's it's a mix of both um, both impressions and stuff that we well we think we can do. Um, Probably not. <laughs> uh, they could just be general accents. They could be famous people. Um, but we're gonna we're gonna spin the wheel, and we're not gonna know what each other is doing. The funny thing is, I might get an impression that Callum's put on this list, mm-hmm. and I won't have an, any idea who it is. Um, and yeah, vice versa. And yeah, and then specifically this week we're yeah. So for this week, um, uh, so basically I have chosen superhero quotes that I'm gonna say with the different impressions to Chris, and he's picked some. And I've googled some because I don't know any superhero quotes. (laughs) This is is the thing. Due to obvious reasons, I don't know how well he's gonna do. I've tried to pick quotes that he might know and are quite widely known, but we'll find out. So. So, you... so we'll get one point for guessing the impression, one yeah, point so for guessing... one for the impression, and I think one for guessing the film, and then I think an extra point for guessing who said it in the film. I'm just Googling the first response here. <laughs> Superhero quotes to inspire the best version of you. <laughs> the problem is, I'm not going to get any bonus points for you, because you're not going to know who said it. I'm going to literally read the first ones off Google. <laughs> um... oh, once again, your research is impeccable. I'm a busy man. It's your show. Oh, jeez, man. 
<laughs> okay, right. So, do you want to start with one then? Yeah, I'm just checking. We're still, yeah, we're still rolling, don't we? So yeah. So just to to clarify, so I can't see the impressions wheel at the moment. So he's got the okay. screen. Okay. Do I remove the impression from the wheel once I've picked it, or? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm spinning my wheel now. Here we go. Uh, this is gonna. This is scaring me. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna remove that. All right. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. <laughs> it's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. That sounds like a perfume advert. <laughs> what? It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Right. I don't think that's a specific impression. That's just American, isn't it? Yeah? Yeah. Okay, good. That's, so that's general American. General American, good. If, if it is, I don't know. Uh, give me it one more time. That, that same quote, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's not who I am underneath, but what I do that defines me. Oh no! Oh, um, oh, jeez. Uh, I don't know, Spider-Man. No, it's Batman. Oh no, I was gonna say which from which Batman? It just says Batman, so I'm assuming. <laughs> no, no, I'm assuming it's um Tim Burton's. Okay. But it oh, says Batman. No, so no, no sorry, it. sorry. Actually, it's from. <laughs> I've made this more complicated for you, and it's because I don't know anything about superhero <laughs> films. It's it's like it's what characters in superhero films have said. So it's like you're guessing which character it is, which might oh. make it easier for you actually, but so not for me. Know what, so it doesn't mean the film. film no, it'll be, you've Just got to guess the character because I'm not googling anymore for this. <laughs> okay, okay. Bonus points out the window. Then it's going to be one. <laughs> okay, cool. Right. So I got one point. I've got yeah, one. yeah. Do I okay. do I spin again or do I carry on? Uh, I'll do one now, shall I? Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the wheel. Oh, don't I, don't look know, at I don't look at it. I don't look at it. <laughs> um, I didn't see. Oh, uh, oh, 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 God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gee. Right, don't you look at it. Okay. Uh, oh, how do I get into this voice? <laughs> you know, I can do. No, I went northern. <laughs> this is so one I've put down, isn't it? No, yeah. This is one of my impressions, I think. Yeah. And you're having to do it. And I'm fine. I could do this if it wasn't. I air. think I know oh, who no, you're doing, though. No. I just I... haven't heard the quote yet. You just don't want to say it. Well, I haven't heard the I quote. I can do this all. I, I can do this all day. I don't know how to do it. No, it's fine. Just, just do how you think it is. I think I know what you're doing anyway. He talks a bit. Yeah, but I need the like quote, Callum. The quote I can from do the film. This all day, I got a coin up my ass. I can okay, do okay, this all okay. day. You're doing Christopher Walken really badly. Why can't I do Christopher Walken, man? Uh, but uh, and it's the quote: "I can do this all day." Yes. Yeah, oh, is that it? Um, is that Hulk? It's not. No. I'll give you one more guess. I can do this all day. Which is oh, is it Rocket Raccoon from Guardians of the no, Galaxy? No, Captain America. <sighs> Shows what I know. Shows what I, I know about superhero films. All day. Do I do another? Do we do Your we... Turn now. Cool. Well, this is a good segment. <laughs> you got Walken. Right, so you got mine. one point then. One point each. It's one all everyone. Yeah, yeah, it's a yeah. tense game. I'm sorry for the quotes I've picked, I just don't I don't know. I don't know anything. Oh fuck off. You've got one that I've done now, haven't you? No um oh, here we go. Go on. Okay. If there is nothing but what we make in this world, brothers, let us make it good. All right, West Country. That is West Country, yeah. Good. If there is nothing but what we make in... I don't even know what that is. I'm going to choose a different one, sorry. <laughs> okay. You get to hear the impression a bit more. Oh, great. Heroes are made by the path they choose, not the powers with... Uh, what, sh- fucking hell. 
it's the West Country. It's ten- Heroes are made by the path they choose, not the powers they are graced with. Man, I know Superman. <laughs> sounds like so Hagrid. Well, you, you, it <laughs> does. You sound like Hagrid. But, but I, just, I don't know what this is from. This is. Oh, I'm supposed to be don't, good at just this. Just say the character then. Say that because. Right. Because I don't. Heroes are what? Heroes are made by the path they choose, not the powers they're graced with. Uh, oh, man. Who says it in all of this? I'll give you a clue. It's, it's, it's a Marvel. Oh, it's Marvel? It's Marvel. Uh, so which one of them? Uh, which one of them pricks? Way off then. Oh, I don't know. Nick Fury. It's Iron Man. What? Heroes are made by the path they choose, not the powers they're graced with. Mm. I feel like I'm not I'm not doing too bad with these impressions that are coming out. No. Uh, West Country was not I've never done doing a West Country way accent, than and me. that just came out. I didn't remove it. Oh, I've just spun it. Ah, I'm not gonna look. Uh, I'm not gonna look. Uh, right. Sorry for the quotes. I'm gonna try and <laughs> Right. <laughs> okay. Okay, I got I've actually got a good quote this time. Okay. Okay. So I've got short ones, so you've got quite long ones. My all my quotes are short. So I yeah. tried to make it quite easy. Which, um, you just said a quote which was so short and then just like <laughs> rambled on as Christopher Walken. I was like, I don't know what the What's quote going is. On? Um, okay. Um, is it mine again? Is it my impression again? Yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to keep happening, isn't it? Um, that is diabolical. That is diabolical. Okay, so that is diabolical is the, is, is the yeah, quote. Yeah, that's the quote. And also the impression because I think I know what it is. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I think I know who you're doing because I put some of these down. Are you doing Matthew Berry? Yes, I am. Um, okay. Uh, that is diabolical. Okay, That's I'm going to so give you... so short. I I'm don't gonna, know. I'm sorry. I'm going to give you a quote. I'm going to give you a clue. It's not... Maybe this is a bit harsh. See, I thought you might have seen this like on the internet somewhere. It's not from DC. It's not from Marvel. So it's not from like one of the big superhero films. But it's from a really big superhero TV show at the moment. Is it from... Oh, is it from the boys? It is. I helped you quite a lot there, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, yeah. It is. I wouldn't have got that if you hadn't said all that information that helped me. <laughs> but you know, oh, I gotta help you. So you're on three points then. Yeah, I don't know who's keeping track. I am. I am. I. Yeah. <sighs> I'm sorry that you keep getting my impressions. And they're not very good. Right. I've actually got a good quote this time. That's a bit more specific for you, which okay. I think you'll you'll do better with the specific ones. And I I. Mm. It's one of mine as well. Oh, no, you got one of yours. Oh, no. Right, man. <laughs> so, intelligence is like a privilege, and it needs to be used for, like, the greater good of people. Intelligence is a privilege, and it needs to be used for the greater good of people. Is it staff? It's staff, staff from let's Staff Let's Fats. <laughs> He's a bloody superhero. Oh, what I said, which was Staff Let's Fats. <laughs> what are you saying about my program? Staff Let's Fats. Sophie. 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 Um, sorry right. for everyone's ears. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, turn it down. Um, right, once more, staff. Uh, all right. Oh, I'm just getting it up because it's gone from my phone, isn't it? Bloody <laughs> phone. Uh, <laughs> bloody silly phone. Intelligence is privilege. Sorry, I'm gonna say it's staff-like and get it a little bit wrong because it's okay. always very funny. Intelligence is a privilege and it needs to be used for the greater good of people. And I should know this. It's, right? it's a bit more specific. Specificities. And you've already said Iron Man, so it's not Iron Man. Oh, jeez. Intelligence is something. Intelli- <laughs> Can I say it not like that? <laughs> yeah, just say it. Intelligence not. is a privilege, and it needs to be used for the greater good of people. Oh, people are going to know this, and I just don't. This is so embarrassing. Um, I don't know, Superman. 
It's it's Doctor Octopus. Oh. From Spider Man Two. Oh no! I love which I thought film. was quite, which rang a bell for me. Well, I don't know why. I thought it might for you because no. you're a bit more into superhero films. Oh man! So I'm on two points. You're on three. How are you? This is it's... my area, <laughs> man. Oh bless. Um, cool. Right. Let's spin the wheel. Spin the wheel. Is that? We've got two more each. Is, is it? Yeah. Let's see if my impression is oh. any better this time. I'm gonna just remove my this. Better be one of mine. Come on now. Come on now. Come on now. Come on. Come on. Come on. Ooh, either of those would have been mine. That's good. <clears throat> Alrighty. I I won't know the quote, but I might get the impression. I should hope so. Hey, where is she? You know what I mean? Like, uh, where is she? Oh right, I know both of these. Yeah, so I was like, uh. So you're you're Scouse. Yes, yeah, so all the other day. Are you Scouse Batman from the Dark Knight? Yeah, so the other day I was with uh, Alfred, uh, and I was just, uh, you know, carjacking cars, and I just uh, stole one of the, the old, like, wheels, because my Batmobile, like, it's uh, it's not running too great at the moment, so, uh, yeah. What do you say, sorry, yeah, Batman, yeah. That is brilliant. There you go. Just where is she, man? She's not answering my calls. Scouse Batman. Get on me. Oh, I didn't remove Scouse, and I've spun it again, sorry. I got that one, That's so that's two points that for me. That needs to be made. Two more points. Scouse Batman. Fuck. What's your profanity? Oh, God. Sorry for saying. What am I now? Uh, I haven't got a quote yet. I cannot do this accent. It's not mine. Oh, it's, it's an accent then. There we go. Sorry, it's one of <laughs> Your great power comes great responsibility. I can't do it. Norfolk? Yeah. Oh, right, there you go. Your great power. Your great oh. power comes great responsibility. Oh, well, you've ruined so that. Just that was one of my quotes. <laughs> Spider-Man. Oh, right. Said by Uncle Ben. So that means, so you're on five points, I'm on four points then. Cool. We should get a little tally. Yeah. Ting, ding ding sound going. That's when the, we're going to spend all I the I haven't budget. removed all of mine. I'm sorry. <laughs> I keep clicking the wrong thing. So, uh... Rice sound. Let's see what we got. It's turning. Ooh. I... <clears throat> I... Hello. I am... Inevitable. <laughs> Are you... Are you Jim doing Thanos? Uh, I am. Jim from Friday Night Dinner. <laughs> As the Mad Titan. As doing Thanos. I, I am inevitable Jackie. Oh, you look nice. Hello, boys. Shalom. <laughs> oh, man. I love Jim so right, much. Right. One more each, and then we'll, we'll wrap it up. Yeah. Who's it going to be? All right, all right, all right. Oh, all right then. So <laughs> I think here always an individual, ordinary. Sorry. Sorry. Then. Not Matthew McConaughey. I think... <laughs> can't do this. <laughs> well, I think hero is an, is an ordinary individual who finds strength to persevere and endure in spite of overwhelming obstacles. I think a hero is an ordinary individual. Right, so South. S- Southern American. Southern American, yeah, yeah, Not yeah. that I put this one down. So that's one point for me, so that's five. Okay. I think a hero is an ordinary individual who finds strength to persevere and endure in spite of overwhelming obstacles. Marvel, DC? You can just name the character. He's from DC. I think a hero is an ordinary individual who finds strength to persevere and endure in spite of overwhelming obstacles. No. Bugger. (laughs) It's Superman. Ah. Oh, I've been terrible. All right. So I finished then on five points. That was your last one, wasn't it? Did you start? I thought I started. Yeah, you started. So you got one more. Yeah, yeah. So I've got one more to say, but I finished on five points. Oh right, yeah. So you're, you're currently on seven. So you've already won, man. 
Here Already won. Just to take it away. Am I am I a better impressionist or a better Marvel fan? That's the thing. <laughs> these these have not all been Marvel. Yeah, I'm sorry. I am sorry for your quotes. Yeah, I am sorry. You should be. I didn't research this is maybe them, look very and I've just bad. pulled these randomly. Oh man. Right. Okay. So for your final one. Oh, we've already said it. I'm gonna have to quickly come up with another one. <laughs> Spider-Man. Yeah, it was Spider-Man. Um, ah, uh, Brett. What's your? <laughs> I've just seen the impression as well. Right. Um. Uh. Okay. Okay. I've got it. <clears throat> so what I'd like to say is, uh, what doesn't kill you only makes you stranger. Okay. So you're doing South African. Yes. And um, what, what doesn't kill you only makes you stranger. Doesn't kill you makes. You... Since you do an accent like that, I just think of a different. I feel think of a film like District Nine, which is all set in South Africa. Prawns. Prawns. <laughs> um, what doesn't, doesn't kill you? Oh, it's got to be Doctor Strange. Only makes you stronger. Doctor Strange. No. Oh, that's my that's my uneducated Marvel fan guess. Did I say the quote right? Yeah. What, what... what only kills you makes you stranger or stronger? Stranger. Because you're quite dyslexic. Have you read it wrong? <laughs> No, it's stranger. Okay. Stranger. What? No. What? What? what that, <laughs> I the problem is I haven't read it. Is I've, I've plucked it out of my mind. Oh right, that's all right then. What doesn't kill yeah. you only makes you stranger. My guess would be Doctor Strange. But... It's the Joker. Heath Ledger's Joker. Oh, I do. Yeah, it doesn't yeah. kill you. Only makes you stranger. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Cool. All right. Well, Lovely. there we go. So that means you Thanks finished in... on eight, and I finished on five. You're just such a loser, aren't you? Oh, um, man. Thank you for indulging us in our impressions. If you like that, then <laughs> tell us and we'll do more. If you fucking hated it and you wanted to crawl into a hole, <laughs> like uh, we did, <laughs> then tell us as well, somehow, oh, man. Or whenever we set up some socials for. Yes, we cool. should do that. So, yes, yeah, so anyway, that brings us to kind of pretty much the natural end. Yeah. I, um, I know we said, like, this was just like a working idea. Am I doing an outro, or, like making up an outro on the spot? Yes, the theme so tune. I'm going to keep talking, and I'm in, in which time you're going to, by the end of it, you're going to have an outro I've ready. I've got to think of an outro. Yeah, a superhero-themed okay. outro. That goes with what, yeah, so it goes with what we've been talking about and, yeah. and matches our, our opening tune. Or you can, or it can be a different tune if you want. I'm going to stick to what we've got. Yeah? You know, get, get it in their heads. Because you're not that talented. To come no, not yet, not yet, not yet, not yet. Yeah, okay. Anyway, <laughs> while he's doing that, um, so, uh, yeah, so thank you very much, if anyone has been listening, um, if it's just Daisy, then thank you very much. Um, uh, and uh, yeah, uh, this is, as I say, this is our pilot. Um, we've, do you know what, we've really enjoyed doing it. We've been really looking forward to it. We've wanted to, we, we've worked together uh, on the, um, uh, our touring plate, which is uh, Last, Last Shot, Shot and, and Confess. Confess, which tours, uh, was touring October, touring again this March. Go um, to RaisingCaneProductions.com. For, for info yes please go there and lots of other stuff as well which Raising Kane are doing at the moment um, doing uh, the book at the end of the shelf the final episode as we're recording it now comes out tonight which is very exciting yeah, so it will already be out for, yeah, you, for you to listen will to will already be out by then um, but it's, so it's we've been wanting to do kind of more stuff together so this has been really fun to do um, and yeah I, I kind of hope that we could do more and that you guys will enjoy uh, enjoy more and as we go further forward we've got lots of plans that we'd like to kind of put it on camera maybe in the future would be nice uh, might be able to clip bits and put it on YouTube and it'd be really nice to have some kind of participation as well um, if you want to throw in questions or uh, anything that we can kind of debate about um, yeah. so uh, finishing off here I'd like to finish <laughs> with uh, Callum's Confessions oh of course yeah, uh, yeah, sorry. Callum's yeah, Confessions yeah, yeah. first uh, so this is what we'll do at the end of uh, every show uh, and it's basically you killed um, him, man. Sh- 
Oh, sorry. No, 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 wrong. That's not not that one. That, that's the support group. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about that later. Oh, wait, yeah. It's fine. Are you listening, the police? No, good. We're all good. Anyway, it's just Daisy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, there's no one else in this. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, so but this is the funny thing that we've found is even through recording this is that I'm doing a film podcast and there's so many films I haven't watched. You haven't seen any classic films. I N- know uh, I have. It's just been a lot that I've missed. But I, I, I get this thing where if someone tells me to watch a film, I'm so much less likely to watch yeah, it. Yeah. Um, but I think doing this, I think I will have seen more classic, like you, those, all those films that they mm. say you should see. Or I feel like you've got, you're a bit more up to date with what's what's going on potentially i think and this is through this what i want to do in Callum's confessions is i want to basically get better at watching films and every week we're going to kind of find a Callum's confession find a film that i haven't uh, watched that i should have done uh, and then i'm going to watch it uh, and maybe hopefully for the next uh, for the next podcast and then i can talk about kind of what i thought about it uh, so for this week what do we think so this is if it's to do with what we've been talking about um and we just pick one obviously we spoke earlier about maybe the original batman uh, with michael yeah. keaton um yeah. or what was it or blade which yeah, one yeah. would you say should be my account i would confession? say i'd say the batman's more of a confession because that's that's a bit i think more people have seen that i haven't seen that either okay i'd say that's your confession you should go watch okay, it okay then so this we is my Callum's confession i have not seen uh tim burton and michael keaton's batman with jack nicholson which is such a sin so uh that's what I should watch, and we should talk about it next time. Yeah, cool. So, am I playing us out with a song I got to make up just now? And playing us out with this okay. song, which is going to be in the charts soon. It's Christopher Saint and Clark. Gotta get the right key again. Super superhero films are rubbish. Callum may think I'm wrong, but he is not the one who gets to sing the song. Woo! See you next week.